Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Bikini Body Podcast. I am your host, Allegra Paris. I am your co-host, Alton Evans. Hello, everybody. Hey team. Hey everyone. We are back. And this time we both have the same microphone, so we're convinced that this <laughs> this is gonna be the best. This um, is the key. We're getting better every day, I think. Yeah, we're sounding better. We are just we're rolling. We're rocking and rolling. Dalton, what's new? What's going on? Oh, sh- oh, you know we were supposed to do this weekend. Me and Dalton went to our favorite place, Motec. We were supposed to film ourselves and like what we pick on the menu, and oh we totally God. didn't. We dropped the ball again. <laughs> That's because we're busy. I'm like like everyone said, we were getting better. Like mm. we do, we will put that kind of content out for you guys because I just more and more people are like forget like a what I eat in a day, which I still hate doing those since everyone's different. But we should do like a what I eat at Motec, what I eat at like Subway. <laughs> we do like a Miami like restaurant edition, and then we really do like a New York City restaurant edition. Like we'll we'll jump around. Yeah. We should. We really should. Um, I know. Dalton and I are busy, like, spilling the tea anyways. We, like, couldn't really film, but... Oh, I know. Like, if I don't see you for... It was almost, like, two months it felt like I didn't see you, so we had a lot to catch up on. Unacceptable. It was, it was so good. But maybe we could, like, break it down, like, here quick. Like, what we did, what we well, ate. Well, we didn't even really do it right. Like, we just, like, sent it on the pita bread. <laughs> Honestly, we'll talk about it another, another time, Honestly, I think. No, like only meals. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I know. I had, like, a pile. That is the thing. All right. So, me and him had so much pita and just, So like, much pita. Oils so and good. fats. And they're healthy fats. And we had, like, a little bit of chicken. But I think, I, I mean, I ended up going home and just having, like, an egg white omelet for dinner before I drove yeah. up to north. So, what did you have? I had leftover chicken that Blake had gotten for lunch. So, similar. It was, like, pretty yeah. clean. And then I went up and I just did some cardio because I hadn't done any cardio. I was had, like, access to weights when I was in New York. But I've been doing no cardio. So, I just, I needed to, like, sweat a little bit, get my mind in order. But yeah. today we'll be back to lifting. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to get back to my grind today. I've not been eating right. We will we'll touch on all of that. I mean, I first... feel like it's so different because like here in Miami, it's like gray and raining. So it's like yeah. almost giving New York vibes in the winter where it's like, let me just like pack on the calories and like. It gives you like, like... like, I don't want to go for a walk. Like I feel like in Miami, you, you work out, you end up like going for a walk as well or something. And then when it's cold, and gross, we're, all, we're all like, no. Like, I mean, I was in New York for about like two weeks and it was just freezing. And so like the thought of like putting on like shorts and like a t-shirt and like going into the little like gym my parents have in their house and like lifting was just not anything I wanted to do. I was like, wow. Oh. So I know. And I know exactly, you know, we've talked about this before in the pod, but like that does not go unnoticed that it's like so much harder to get yourself to want to work out when it's cold, when you're uncomfortable. So like props to you if you do get up and get in the gym and we did for years we did do it but like how terrible oh yeah no yeah no it's just it's not motivating at all at all it's hard so be proud of yourself if you guys do get in the gym if you are like traveling and you're not your parent like because that is tough we know we know topic (laughs) one why consistency is key this word has like randomly been in my brain so much and i've decided I'm obsessed with it and I hate when there isn't consistency in anything. Like when people aren't consistent, when I'm not consistent, like when my diet's not, when my workout's not, when like, like I just like have been thinking about that recently and I'm like consistency in all parts of your life is actually so freaking important So important. for success. For success. Like when it comes to working out, I would say the number one thing if someone were to ask me it, and I would say it's consistency, not motivation, not even discipline. Not even like any of those things, freaking consistency. Because if you can consistently work out, it will become so easy to work out and eat right and do all these things because you're freaking doing it every day. Yeah, no, that's so true. 
And you also start to see your gains like so much faster than if you're just like putting in like a, a good workout like one to two times a week. Like if you're putting in the days, if you're putting in the hours consistently time over time, you're going to feel better. You're going to look better. You're going to see results quicker. And it's just going to keep you then motivated to want to continue going yeah. back. So then everything else it's, comes. It's like, I think it's like so much like consistency first. Motivation will follow that. Like you have to be motivated, obviously, but like your motivation will only get stronger and that, you know, you're only going to feel better as you continue to move. It's just like being like something. Okay. I always love to compare it to brushing your teeth. Do you just not brush your teeth some days? Nah, I don't feel like it. No, that's freaking disgusting. And you'll smell like shit. Like you brush your damn teeth or like anything. Do you like style your hair? Like you don't want your hair to look bad. Okay. What about your body? Like if you put it in the to-do list, you get that hour in and there's so many things you can be doing to multitask. Like I, that's kind of my new favorite thing is like, I've been doing some continued education. So I'll like, I'll listen to lectures while I'm working out podcasts, like things that are benefiting me, making me better. Like even if you listen to an audio book, so you're like, whoa, I'm like learning and getting workout in like ways to do them both at once. If you can take meetings or zoom calls on a freaking treadmill, like I get it. We don't all have a lot of time and I don't even do two a day. I don't do two days anymore. I'd like, uh, no, I like to multitask. Like you can find ways to do some of your work standing and get that movement in and like doing that every damn day. You're just going to find consistency appearing in other parts of your life. So your sleep might all of a sudden become consistent and you might not have insomnia anymore because now you're working out every day. So you're becoming fatigued by the evening. You fall asleep and then you're like, oh, well, I just worked out and killed it. So I'm not going to go eat 10 cookies. I'm going to go have like half a cookie or one cookie, you know, and then you just start to see everything follow. But like without consistency, how are you disciplined? Like how can you find any of those other things? Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to, you have to put consistency in all parts of your life. I mean, like you were just talking like about your work, like I'll do emails on the, on like the Stairmaster or like, even if you just need to get a walk in like on the treadmill, again, like emails, if you're doing anything on like social media, that can be your time to be posting following mm-hmm. up with people, creators, like there's so many like parts of your workout. Like you're also just saying, listening to podcasts or listening to lectures while you're working out. Like you don't just have to go in there and listen, listen to music. Like there can also be different outlets and ways that you can use your workout to be benefiting you, your brain and your, uh, right. your work, your work life. So I feel like one of those things is like in our brains, there's, there's certain things you grow up with or like get stuck in your brain during college that like the workout needs to be a hit workout or it wasn't enough. We feel like we need to do a hit workout or something that's really intense and oh my God, and now I burn 800 calories. Now I'm good. No, like once you get a really like intense, consistent control of your diet and you consistently are primarily eating healthy and obviously you're having your treats here and there, but you're consistent with just keeping kind of something going through the week, like some strong, maybe it's one Monday through Thursday, you're really strong. Then your workout can just be something nice and comfortable. Like even a, you know, I just went in the gym and I can't get my hair sweaty because I just had my toner put in. So I did an hour with five pound dumbbells and just did like lengthening, you know, sumo squats, shoulder presses, like light things that actually was so enjoyable. My heart rate never really even got up, but I moved for a full hour. Well, I think there's so much of like a, a thought around like if you're not like completely sweating, if you're not like completely exhausted by the end of the workout, like you did absolutely nothing. And it's funny because it's like lightweights can be so much harder too. Like there was a trainer that I had followed like a plan for from him out in 
California for like a little bit. And he was always like, if I hand you like two five pound dumbbells, like you better be scared. Because like, it can be yes. so, so hard without being like, you know, I'm going in and I'm lifting 40 pounds and I'm, yes. like, you know, crushing it. So it's yep. just, it's funny. It's just so important to get out of those mindsets and be free of those kind of like mindset traps. And then because you'll it can be also, also be like debilitating. Like you're not going to be motivated if you're constantly like having anxiety around like how hard am I working out right now? I remember having that chokehold around myself. Like I feel like I'm able to be a good trainer because I went through all of that as a girl going into college. My metabolism was slowing. All of a sudden I was always like lean. And then I just started getting like feeling chubby and I was like oh my god like this has never happened to me my whole life and then I explored all the different options and got the anxieties and panicked and did this and that and like what I've learned is if I can consistently move for an hour every single day my mental health will one be amazing because that's a huge thing for me is if I, I need to move for an hour every day to regulate my hormones to keep my mental health feeling good get my endorphins releasing and if that's happening for me every single day I'm just able to show up better in life for other people for my business I'm not grumpy I'm not cranky I'm regulated I'm feeling good like then you're showing up better and just the consistency is all it takes even if you have a cheat weekend which I feel like I did I'm like up a few pounds but I've consistently gone to the gym every day and now I'm just going to make sure my diet gets back on point starting today. And then boom, I fall back in place. So like I am seriously emphasizing consistency. And what we're trying to say to you guys is freaking move every single day no matter what. And just do it. Even if you're all like, ah, but I feel No, do it. Just do it. And then it will all fall into place. Even today I had a client. She goes, I'm like feeling like crazy. I just went skiing. I feel you know, exhaust, like I feel like, like sore or weird. And I was like, okay, let's do a body weight day, like a lengthening body weight. That way you're going to be less sore tomorrow. Because another thing is when you're sore and you just lay down all day, you get more sore. Yeah. yeah that's so It's so needs, uncomfortable. She needs to drain lactic acid. So she actually needs to get up and move more. It's like the craziest thing. And she ended up, she was like, you know what? I feel really good. And tomorrow she's going to be way less sore because we moved her. If you can take this advice and literally just be consistent for three weeks, don't look at your body, don't measure shit, don't look at the mirror, don't look at the picture, just do it, I guarantee you'll like have results in those three weeks. A hundred percent. You're going to feel better. Like we said earlier, you're going to feel better, you're going to look better, and then your consistency is only going to improve from there. And some people thrive off of productivity. I know I do. If I can check some shit off my to-do list, I am feeling lit. <laughs> oh, same. Oh my God, same. Even though the to-do list never gets shorter, like so do I. <laughs> <laughs> no something still piles back on it but if the movement is there uh, it's nice topic two okay so I guess maybe this could kind of go along with topic one it's why the scale isn't going down but you're losing weight or fat Dalton what do you think I've talked about this a little bit in the past so I mean muscle weighs more than fat that's like a big one of it that's like a big thing but I mean, that was always like my thing was, I guess it was like muscle. So while mm -hmm. muscle just weighing more than fat, like when I was starting to lift a little bit more, like back in the beginning of like my fitness journey, I started to freak out a little bit because I was, I was seeing the skill like go up but, and I was feeling a little bit like puffier. But then I also realized I was taking like creatine. I was taking like mass gainers. But at the end of the day, like I was actually just like gaining muscle. So, I mean, that can be a big one that people don't really understand. Yeah, I mean, you were in a position where you were like meant to be gaining weight because you were taking yeah. mass gainer and trying to build muscle. Then the scale's going up and you're like, no. Yeah. yeah. 
Meanwhile, you're chugging down mass gainer. <laughs> no, literally. I mean, that was like the only way for me to be able to gain weight. It was always so hard for me to gain weight. I've also been like so bad with like increasing my eating. So, I mean, for me, it was like going on the weekends and having like the margar- the sugary, mar- sugary margaritas. And like that was my downfall. But yeah, like, was it the mass yeah. gainer or the margs? Mm, it was a little bit of both. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I really is the first thing that you said. And specifically for women, no females that I've ever had have wanted to gain in size obviously it's more of like a male thing to gain weight to build muscle the goal for a lot of men is that for women it's like they are traditionally like looking to see that scale go down i remember when i was like that too i always wanted to be 110 pounds 110 pounds and then i put on 10 pounds of muscle but i fit into the same pair of jeans that i did when i was 110 pounds and that's why i'm like guys I threw out my scales. I don't freaking weigh myself. Are you no, kidding? I, I do like... not do a scale. Cause... The scale always like killed me because again, if I'm drinking like even more water or if I had just like mm-hmm. a little bit saltier of a food, like your weight can fluctuate by just like a few pounds and it's automatically going to cause you like so anxiety. much anxiety. Exactly. And I'm not here to say that I'm above that. I would still also get that anxiety and that's why I just don't weigh myself because I'm like, why would I ruin my own day? When my pants fit, I can see my ab lines. I'm feeling good. But if I got on the scale and it said like 118 or 19, I'd be like, oh, that's like a little higher. I don't no, know. People like, are crushed by the just, numbers. Guys, like the numbers mean so much more than just like actually how you feel, how you look. Really quickly, like again, remember, it's all about like height as well. So don't like hear my numbers and be like, oh my God, because you could be way taller than me and vice versa. So just so we know. But but that's and that's why I don't try to be specific on numbers. But exactly like i know that the scale would kind of make me feel funny and i'm like i have other ways of measuring um where i'm at so which we can get to but just understanding guys muscle weighs more than fat and i will always have clients that come to me when they're new and they'll say my goal is to be 115 and i'm like wrong like that's not your goal and they're like what and i'm like i'm like no your goal is to be what size pants and they'll be like oh well this size and i'll be like okay and your goal is a flat tummy do you want a big ass? No. Do you want like a bill booty? <laughs> <laughs> Which is usually what they say. And I say, okay, done. But forget your like 115 number. And they're like, okay. That's and such a good idea to like go based off of like clothing sizes instead of like actually like what your scale size is going to be. I yeah. can like, totally put you in such a different mindset. And that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. And I, again, you know, you know, like we, with shopping, a lot of different brands have different sizing for sure. So that also isn't always a good a good way to do it but what i like to tell them is find a pair of jeans that you fit in really comfortably when you're feeling you're like your hottest self we all have that pair of, of clothing maybe for me for me it's a low waisted pant or skirt and when like i'm feeling myself i will wear something like low rise but when i'm not feeling myself no way i'm not putting that on so you kind of grab that garment and i say like okay let this be your kind of determining thing uh, and we do measurements because measurements are a great way to see, you know, changes in size of, of everything. Knowing that, you know, your booty size, we kind of maybe want that to go up, but we'd want like waist and, and hip to go down and whatnot. But I had a client say, oh my God, I can fit into this old pair of pants that I had. Like, I'm so excited to fit in these pants. That is big. You know, she knows like, I don't want whatever. She's not a prisoner to the scale. Yeah, She's not a prisoner to the scale. Because some people are just so frustrating. Blake's like aunt, like they're all like very, wait, I remember when we went to Italy uh, last year and she, Blake's aunt was like going to the hotel people like, I need a scale. Like, do you have a scale? Like, do you have, like it was like that, no like crippling. Oh my God, no. Oh. She was like, she had to have a scale in order to feel good about, you know, where she was at within her journey, how much like she needed to be on the treadmill for. And I had never seen it like that intense before, but like 
like I said it's earlier, it can sucks. be so crippling. While I don't really like the scales, I like to feel in control. And I feel like the scale is this foreign object that like tells me about my body. And I'm like, you're a little yeah. piece of like, you're a little piece well, of like lame you. ass technology. I'm going to fucking tell you how I feel about my, like, ew. Uh, and these scales are so stupid. Like these things are like 1999 from Target. You think that thing is going to tell you how much you weigh? Exactly. Like, it's so it's so insane to me. And also, we didn't even have to cross on this topic, but like waste, keeping waste in your body, like if you are having issues, that weighs a lot. Y'all can Google how much, you know. So just okay. saying like there's so many contributing factors that actually don't have to do with your body fat that can change your weight. So I like to do things like I can even like feel if I just put my hand on my stomach, if I'm up or down on fat, on body fat, because most of mine's like around my tummy area. And I'm like, okay, like I'm up a little bit, like no problem. I'm going to lock in this week. I'm not confused why I literally have been drinking like passion fruit margaritas all weekend, like not confused. (laughs) I'm 28, like things don't work like they used to over here. (laughs) My metabolism's slowing. I was going to say metabolism is not the same as what it once was. I used to be able to do all that and like eat pizza and be like, hee hee. The next day was like skinnier. Now it's just sits on me for a week. So, you know, you just go, okay, I'm going to lock in. Like today I had my egg white wrap for dinner. I'm going to try to make tacos for me and my boyfriend Mm. so that he, and like, I'll make him like, I'll make sure he has like normal wraps and crap. And then I'll buy like some low carb, stupid wrap that I'll use. And like, I'll lock in or make a taco salad. Like there's just so many, I would like to do a whole segment on, on when for women with living with a man or even Dalton for you and you're in Blake because Blake orders like Indian food at night and you're like no that <laughs> doesn't work for my macros <laughs> no we've been starting to order like separately or he's actually been like really good recently where he's like he's been trying to be better but it's still like you know like yesterday when we were like should we do the goat cheese like we're not doing the goat cheese so no it's just like picking either like just picking different things being like okay I need to be strict about what I'm getting so let me get something else we should do a segment on that about well, like how we've navigated it and how you can navigate it well because like it's gone really badly for me and that's how I know I'm capable of gaining a lot of weight because it's one that happened during COVID but oh God. now I'm like in a I place where though, like it wasn't just you I know yeah that's a different story but now I'm in a place where I'm like okay like combating the whole ordering a lot of food because he always is ordering food and then I'll order something with him but I'm like okay what's the option for me and unfortunately ordering anything ever is high fat so that sucks for me like my macros And so that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the cooking. And if it's ever a situation where it's like hamburger night, I might make like a hamburger salad and give him like a bunch of buns or I'll do like the sweet potato fries and give him regular fries or he'll like eat the sweet potato fries with me. But point is like, I don't know. I'll definitely do a second. Fries are good. I'm like, sometimes I think they're actually better than normal fries. Yeah. He was was eating the sweet potato ones and I was like, oh, okay, good. (laughs) They're so good. Like it depends what you freaking put on them. You like rub them in garlic. You can't lose. What we're trying to get at with today's episode is consistency. So if we can challenge you guys to like take two months of just working out every single day. And yes, I'm saying every day. I've talked about this before. An hour a day, no matter what. Even if that hour is shopping with your mom for a full hour and you're freaking moving. Look how many calories you burn because it's a lot. Walking, your anything for a damn hour. Walk a dog. You know, do what it takes and then do it. Every day for like two months, you're going to see insane results. You're going to feel amazing. Your endorphins are good. You're showing up. And then with the scale part, not weighing yourself, 
really ever like with the online stuff I do with my clients the most that we'll do tracking wise is before and after photos every like two to three weeks and measurements the photos are freaking huge guys if you can take a picture of yourself in a bikini front and back and then do it again in three weeks and just keep them for yourself I like love that my clients share them with me that's the goal but if they're not comfortable I'm like okay sure just have it for yourself put it next make an actual collage and you will see changes and you're gonna be like oh even though the scale this is the other thing the scale could not move at all what if we are cutting body fat but gaining muscle at the same time and you get on that scale and it's the same weight but you're slimmer leaner you see your abs are defined you're fitting in smaller pants and you're like wait what so it's like don't ruin that high of success by a number on some like target scale walmart scale true the walmart scale you're on your Walmart, your Walmart scale is like ruining your damn day. Meanwhile, you're like looking snatched. I can't take it anymore. I get so mad. <laughs> throw, one everybody my, throw your scales. One of my clients, he bought a scale and like thought he was all doing the right thing. And then I was like, no, get rid of that. You don't need that. Or I was just like, you don't need it. And he sends me a video throwing it down his garbage chute. And it's like slamming against the garbage. like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Hits the ground. I'm like, okay. <laughs> We're starting a throw out your scale campaign. Yeah, no, no, no. get rid of that our, thing. Yeah. People would be like, oh, is it like a body positivity thing? And I'll be like, well, yeah, but it's literally In like you're still, we're still trying to get you snatched. Don't get me wrong, but you don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, anything else, doll? What do we think? What else? How do you measure your progress? Like, like, do you feel like you just have to touch yourself? Like, no, like, touch your waist? I have never. No, that's actually, that's literally all it is. Like, I have never actually looked at a scale. I think there was, like, one point where I purchased a scale to think, like, oh, like, maybe this will help because maybe I saw, like, a bodybuilder or something that was, like, doing it and they were, like, watching their numbers, like, so harshly. But, like, Mm -hmm. for me, it's literally just, like, how I'm looking in the mirror, how I'm feeling, how my body is feeling, how my clothes are fitting. Like, I've never like like, looked at the number the truth isn't the pudding it's in your body like it's how you're fitting it's how you're feeling it's how you're looking so no I've never it's always just been based on like how you know where I'm at right now with my physical self everybody knows they have no problem telling me about it everybody knows where their spot their like weak spot is or the whatever they're there what would you call it the spot where you your stubborn spots oh, everybody like knows to fat? like like for men it ends up being kind of like a love handle kind of a, a yes. lower hip thing for women it ends up being like lower tummy behind the arms or legs so we know that is the last spot to lose first spot to gain so if i put my hands around my lower tummy i know if i'm up or i'm down and that's it and it's not in a weird way i'm just like oh i'm feeling soft oh, yeah no i know if i'm a leanest like if this the spot you said like there's always been like you know my like not lower back but like the love handle type area for men i'll notice like if it's feeling larger feeling smaller how my jeans are fitting around that area like that's immediately how i know okay i'm being good or okay maybe i'm just going to be having like some heavy protein for the next like couple days like you just are really getting in touch with your physical self and realizing like okay i need to shift some things to you know make myself feel better to get to my leaner spot or you know, bulk up in certain areas. See, guys, and I don't know if us explaining this is like kind of strange or if you guys are like, oh, that's amazing. But it really seems to work. And I think we have like a healthy relationship with our bodies, I'd say, Dalton, obviously, like from all that we've learned. I think we both went through phases where like we weren't healthy and we were going through all this crazy stuff. And that's why we're here to talk now because we've like worked through all that. And I think being able to feel, you know, your body and you're like, okay, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Here's my plan of action. Done. And also like not taking it like so like crazily. So like, okay, maybe again, maybe you have like a more salty 
type of day, like maybe you go out to dinner and now you feel a little like bloated, like noticing like, okay, if your stomach feels a little bloated right now, that doesn't mean like, oh my God, you're getting fat. It just is like, okay, like maybe I could be a little bit bloated now, like looking at situations, mm-hmm. what you be in and not being so like, oh my God, my arm feels a little like, you know, yeah. saggy today. I'm I'm losing all my progress because your body will go through changes. I mean, we're living beings. It's, you know, it's and, not going to be exactly the same every day. And, and like what, what Dalton's saying by that is what he's, the root cause of what he's saying is the knowledge. It's because yeah. he has all this knowledge. He knows that salt's going to make him retain water. He knows how to, you know, lose weight. He knows what's going to happen if he gains weight. So that's what we're trying to teach you guys. And so that you can feel the same way as us because knowledge is power. And then you feel like, you know, you'll feel so in control. And I think a lot of us are on a mission to feel in control with a lot of parts of our lives. So that is that. Um, I think that's everything. No, I think that's everything, you guys. Well, we love you guys, and we will see you on the next episode. We need to do another questions from you, so please DM us with questions that you guys might have. Yes, please. DM Dalton at Dalton T. Evans or me at Allegra Paris, at Allegra Paris Bikini Body. Um, podcast is on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, all the spots. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>